Welcome. You're listening to Talk About Healthy Living. I am so pleased to have you join me today. I'm going to talk about what really is the best way to lose weight. And the answer may surprise you. It is not diets. Hi, I'm your host, Peggy Sealfan. I'm here to guide you in ways to supercharge your life. I'm an internationally known personal development coach and author. I've trained extensively in Eastern and Western traditions, so I've blended them into my integrated life personal coaching system, and I'm excited to share with you some of the most effective techniques. We want to look good. We want to feel good, but at what cost? Too many of us get caught up in dieting, and the dieting mindset is about lack. It's about deprivation. It's about suffering, and it is not sustainable. And in fact, many diets put the body into starvation, so it starts pulling out fat cells to function off of, and as soon as you go off the diet, the body actually puts on more weight. Hippocrates once said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Food is really information for our cells and it provides us with fuel for energy. Unfortunately, many of the things people choose to eat fool the cells. It's not real energy. It's not quality nutrition. And so the body and the mind suffer. I actually got involved with functional nutrition because of my own challenges with sugar. I was getting foggy brained and I was putting on weight and didn't really understand why until I studied functional nutrition and realized how detrimental sugar can be. It is in fact eight times more addictive than cocaine. So it lights up this feel good pleasure center in the brain, but it really dupes your body because you're not getting quality calories and sugar literally has no nutritional value. And it's hidden in so many products under names that you wouldn't realize were sugar. Things like carob syrup or dextrose or glucose or high fructose corn syrup, rice syrup, sucrose. All of these things are really detrimental. And until you become more mindful about it, you may well be consuming products that are putting on the weight for you and not giving you any quality nutrition. So I actually developed a seven-day food strategy that I do myself two to three times a year so that I really sensitize myself to better choices. So I'm going to share with you some of the better choices. And if you would like more, I'm putting a link in the show notes so you can sign up for yourself. And a lot of it takes you through how to ditch the bad stuff, things that are really unhealthy for you. The food strategy gives you an opportunity over seven days to really detox your body. And then you start reintroducing certain foods back in. And in the meantime, you're stocking your cupboards and you're filling your belly with good foods, with really quality foods. So I'm going to start with giving you seven healthy eating tips. So the first one is to eat in a calm environment. Too many of us sit in front of television or we're so busy talking that we're just shoveling down the food without really paying attention to what we're eating or how much we're eating. So the second tip is to really avoid eating and running. You need some time to digest and you may realize 
when you do eat, it tends to make you sleepy. And it's really the body's way of slowing down to keep you still enough for a short period of time so you can digest a little bit better. The third thing which you may not be aware of is to really avoid cold drinks with your meal. I know as Americans, many of us love to put ice in our drinks and keep it really cool and refreshing, but that actually is not beneficial to the digestion of your food. In fact, it's even better not to have drinks during the meal itself because it is compromising actually the production of your saliva. So you actually digest better if you can avoid drinks altogether with the meal and certainly avoid cold drinks. Fourth tip is to eat freshly cooked meals so that you're not eating a lot of leftovers, which maybe have been sitting on the shelf for a long time and the nutritional quality has deteriorated. Fifth tip is, and this is a really important one I feel, is to eat mindfully, to really be aware of how the food feels, to notice the texture, the taste, to be able to take time to really enjoy the food. One of my most transformational experiences was when I was training with a world-renowned yogi master, and we were silenced during our breakfast meal. We were not allowed to have conversation, and it actually allowed me to be more engaged with the food I was consuming and to taste more of the taste deeply and fully. So it really transformed the experience. You might try once just eating in total silence without any distractions, no music, no television, no talking. And notice how that feels to you. Number six also requires some mindfulness and awareness so that you eat when you're hungry, not because, oh, it's lunchtime, I'm supposed to eat now, but to really pay attention to your bodily urgings and sensations and also to stop before you are full. The body actually does not register fullness for about 15 to 20 minutes after you've eaten. So many people tend to overeat because they're not getting the signal that they're actually full. So it's best to stop when you're at about 80% of fullness and that way you don't overeat and you're getting what you need. Speaking of getting what you need, number seven is about portion control. Again, as Americans, we tend to eat too much. Portions are quite large. So I'll give you some quick guidelines. Use the cup of your hand to just measure how much starch you should have. It should just fill the cup. For healthy fats and oils, it should just be the portion of your thumb size. For vegetables, it should be a full fist size of vegetables. And for protein, the protein amount should actually fit comfortably in the palm of your hand. So that gives you some sense of proportion. I'm also a big advocate of organic foods, especially for things like berries and things that tend to retain pesticides and toxins. And the EWG, the Environmental Working Group, puts out every year the dirty dozen of foods that you really should choose organic and the clean 15 foods that you can have that do not retain as much of the toxins or aren't treated in those ways. Things like avocados. I incorporate the list in my seven-day food strategy, so you can get that there, or you can go to EWG's website. Ultimately, making healthy food choices 
really gives you more energy, clearer thinking, it builds self-confidence, you feel and look better, and you actually develop your correct body weight. In fact, when I did the first seven-day food strategy with my partner, Patrick, we practiced healthy eating over the next three months, and he lost 25 pounds without ever trying to lose weight. And that's why I feel this is such an important way to approach weight loss is really about healthy lifestyle eating and making it something that you just do all the time. And of course, sometimes we need reminders. As I mentioned, I do my seven-day food strategy at least a couple of times a year just to be reminded of good choices. And the other point with this whole program is to just take small steps and that can help get you on the right path. I will tell you that when I started the seven-day food strategy, I found that it was a really great kickstart to make things happen more quickly. Within three days, I found that I was no longer craving sugar and sweets and so forth. Not only that, I was beginning to taste things more fully. I did not realize how much sugar actually dupes your taste buds. A peach was suddenly tasting so sweet. I could not believe how sweet it seemed to be. Tomatoes were just bursting with flavor. So I really found that it was beneficial to start with a quicker detox to get you on the right path. And it also helps to recruit a partner to do it with you. It makes it easier. I hope you benefited from your time with me today. I'm sending you love and light. And I invite you to join me again next week for another episode of Talk About Healthy Living.